Hello and welcome. This is Dana Coyas with Roasted Pepper Studios, and this week we are talking to Jared Lindsay, who is a photographer out of Fort Worth, Texas. Jared, thanks for joining us. Sure, Dana. Thanks a lot. So, so when when I met you, I noticed that you had some amazing artistic photographs of of Texas. But I, I checked out your website, and uh, it appears that you do a bit more. I saw some wedding and portrait. What, ex- what exactly do you do? Well, uh, yeah, I've got a lot of Texas stuff, just you know, because I was born here, raised here, and so that's what I've got around me. Um, I kind of prefer to do the Portland stuff or maybe New Zealand stuff, but I've got the Texas stuff. That's that's where I'm at. Um, you know, the last uh, probably two years ago, I uh, after really struggling to get something going photojournalistically, you know, with the uh, newspapers and, and, and whatnot from my hometown, that was just a real uphill battle. Um, you know, just starting out, starting out in the digital age, um, you know, real small portfolio, no photojournalism degree. It was like trying to paddle upriver without a paddle. And um, because the digital age is just oversaturated, the, uh, the freelance photojournalism Aspect. So, I had really wanted to do that and tried to do that for a long time, and would just get knickknack things here and there. And um, so, about two years ago, I finally changed my focus to try to, you know, try to be a bit more specific. So I went towards weddings. I, I, I like doing weddings; they're fun, they're exciting. Um, they're a lot of stress, and I meet a whole lot of photographers who just absolutely hate them. But I, I kind of get a kick out of that stress. So. Uh, you know, right off the bat, you'll see on my website, wedding photography. And near the end of the gallery, you'll see a few, you know, Texas things and little little editorial stuff. But, um, but I've, I've kind of moved my focus to weddings and portraits. Um, it's a secure market, um, and uh, I, I like doing them. So uh, I thought, well, I better, I better pick something I can, I can really pinpoint and focus on because this newspaper stuff just ain't, ain't cutting it. Oh. Man, that's that's amazing to hear that uh, that you just kind of took a leap into photojournalism. Uh, any uh, any lessons learned out of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Research before you jump into a field, or at least at least at least research. I'm not saying don't jump into a field, but before you jump into something, you better kind of know what you're getting into as much as you can. Because you know, I was just so passionate about photojournalism and I still am. I would love to do that. Um you know, and and if that ever if that ever happens, uh, I would be thrilled to do it. But I started off with photography as a hobby. I love art and painting and, and, and drawing and stuff and so I thought I'd give photography a shot. And so right off the bat I just love it. I love visual storytelling, you know, I mean who isn't a fan of National Geographic? Um, but I love looking at photographs in newspapers. I love being able to tell a story um, with just photographs. I thought that was amazing. Um, you know, little snippets of time that you just don't ever get back. So right off the bat, I was just eager uh, to look into that. I thought, man, that would be so cool to travel and, you know, shoot stories and, you know, big fires, car, you know, car races all kinds of stuff. So, so uh, I grew up in Weatherford, Texas, a 
half an hour west of Fort Worth, and um, they have two papers there, you know, two small papers. So, so I would just, uh, I bought a police scanner, and I would, uh, you know, very naively uh, <laughs> go, you know, go to calls and go to, you know, things like car wrecks and you know, things like that, and house fires and stuff, and and try to try to uh, make some pictures with. Um, it was zero experience. It was very, very difficult because I didn't know how to speak to, you know, police officers or firefighters or or anything like that. So it was definitely, um, uh, I mean, it wasn't the Dallas Morning News or anything close to that, but it was definitely a, a uh, you know, learning, just running in there, full thing to see what I could do. And I finally got such faces with one of the papers in Weatherford, and they liked some of my stuff, and so they started giving me assignments. And um, so I've played with it a little bit, but it's just it's just such a field that's oversaturated right now um, because newspapers are dumping their photographers left and right because they don't need to employ full-time photographers. So I was trying to do it as a freelance photographer, young, naive, and it was such an uphill battle. But um, but what I have done has been very fun. Um, you know, it's it's, uh, it's something how what your your experience with uh, photojournalism is it's kind of like a metaphor for uh, what a lot of photographers do and I, I think a lot of people in general is that they, they they get the itch and they go and they jump in and they, they do that thing that they want to do and, and sometimes a, a lot of times I guess when you're just jumping in it doesn't always work out the way you think think it would uh, what's the what's the majority of your business right now uh, the majority of my business is uh, is portraits and weddings. Um, uh, last February, I signed on with uh, with a local hospital here in Fort Worth to uh, to be their photographer for their redecoration. Uh, they're sort of redecorating their labor and delivery ward and their post recovery ward. And uh, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend knew uh, the administrator of this at this hospital and set me up an appointment with this, with him to because they were looking for a photographer to do this and I thought it would fit me very well because um, my portrait I tried I really tried to go for more of a lifestyle look and um and more of a natural thing. I don't do a lot of uh, I don't do a lot of pose stuff and then what pose stuff I do is just I try to make it look very natural and and candid. So I thought this would fit very well because that's what they were looking for. So, but so as of last February, um, I have begun, and right now I'm in the middle of it, um, doing a lot of portraits, uh, specifically newborn portraits and and new moms with their newborn, their infants, and things like that. So, uh, so most of my work is weddings and portraits, and specifically at the moment, uh, portraits of infants and and little bitty children under the age of two. Um, so that's what I've been aiming for. So that's most of the work I've been getting lately. You know, it's it's uh that's pretty great to see how you're open to letting things happen to you. You know, like whatever it is, whether it's the the photojournalism leading to one thing or a, a friend of a friend, uh, and, and getting into something that that you may not have thought beforehand was something that you do. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was very lucky to. Um, to get that contact at the hospital, and it happened because I did I did um, I did an engagement shoot probably seven years ago, and that led to uh, that led to uh, the wedding. 
shooting her wedding. And then that led to maternity photos. And then that led to, um, you know, the first photographs of, of their of their daughter. So it's been a great relationship with the friend um, who put me in contact with him. But, yeah, like you said, I didn't see that coming a mile off. Um, but it was great, you know, and I think um, I think it's really important. A lot of the photographers I talk to, a lot of the freelance photographers, I mean, just about everybody's freelance now, um, is, um, you know, you really kind of have to be open to take whatever work you can get, at least in my experience. I would love to be more specific and be more rigid and be more uh, <laughs> snooty with the jobs I pick, but I can't. You know, we have to... Um, you know, I work a 40-hour job, but still, whatever photography work I can get is fantastic. Um, you know, it's not always what I want to do. I'm I'm not in love with doing portrait photography. I, I would love to do photojournalism stuff, but, you know, this uh, specific job came up through a friend, and, you know, it came up, and, and I took it. I thought I would get the deal, and, you know, just kind of got to take what I can uh uh, lately, and a lot of freelancers I talk to are, are in the same boat. You know, they're not they're not shooting their dream assignments or their dream jobs. They're taking what work they can get. You know, I think a lot of that has to do with the economy. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the um, the digital photography world. You know, it's uh, uh, just really open the floodgates for everybody to try photography, which is a good and a bad thing. You know, it's not that good for people trying to make a living at it because I've lost weddings um, because, you know, aunt so-and-so or uncle so-and-so, well, they'll do the wedding, you know, for $50 or for free. Or, oh, I've got a cousin that has a camera. He'll shoot the wedding. You know, good luck. But um, so it's bad in respect to you lose a lot of work because there's a lot of people with cameras jumping in and doing it, undercutting you and doing, doing it for just about free. But at the same time, it opens the doors for people to try photographers who, A, couldn't afford it before or didn't have access to, you know, things like a dark room 20, 25 years ago. So it's, you know, it's a double-edged sword, just like everything. It's got a good side and a bad side. But, um, but um, you know, like to take, i got to take the work I can get right now. And I'm, on, I'm finding a lot of photographers in that same boat. So as you, as you find them that as the business comes your way, where where do you do most of your your work out of? Like, do you have a studio? Do you do you rent a studio? Do you do you have a a, a corporate headquarters? Uh, no, everything, all of my stuff, all my engagements and portraits are done on location. Um, I had a studio, you know, a light kit and and a teeny tiny studio space in the back of the rent house that I had a long time ago, and I just wasn't. Uh, I'm just not very I'm not very good with lighting, and so um, so everything I do now is location based. You know, with, with, uh, a lot of parts, a lot of um, things of that nature. Um, I like working with the the, the natural light that's available. I like shooting sunrise and sunset. Um, so no studio space for me. Uh, so you know, most of what I do is outside. So, so in your, you know, what does a typical day look like in your business? Like, do you, how much time do you spend doing uh, actual photo shoots as compared to like post production, touch up, marketing, accounting, any of that stuff? 
Yeah, that's one thing. Uh, one thing I was completely ignorant about when I when I got into this, thinking, okay, I'd like to make a career out of this. Was ninety um, percent of what I do, I'm not even touching my camera. Ninety uh, percent of it is is either uh, a lot of it, more than half of it is sitting down at a computer editing, and uh, you know, then then the rest of it is phone calls, and the rest of it is emails, and the rest of it is uh, maintaining the Facebook page, business page, uh, maintaining the website, you know, and, and you know, with, you know, you have Facebook business pages, you have your website, you have your email. So now there's, you know, texting and, and calling. Now there's ten different ways for people to contact me. So um, I'm constantly communicating with people and trying to trying to make deadlines for, uh, you know, for promised products. Um, in terms of a wedding, uh, to be more specific, you know, we'll shoot, I'll shoot a wedding, you know, a typical wedding is six to eight hours. So there's, you know, there's drive time, shoot time, drive home time. And then there's, you know, a couple, two, three weeks of editing and, uh, and pack, packaging the product, whether it be a CD or an album or that. So uh, one thing that I was ignorant of before was how much time was spent on the business end of it and the editing end of it, um, it's definitely not, more than half of it is, 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 is the work you don't want to do. And then you finally get to push the shutter button. Um, what did you think that it was going to be like before you started? <laughs> well, I, I remember, um, I remember I got into photography and I was trying this and I was trying that and I was doing this and, and I thought, uh, you know, I'd like to give weddings a shot. I'd like to see what that's like. Let's see. I think I could take some, some fun photos. Um, so at the local lab that I was using, I just happened to ask, I said, hey, you know, you guys know professional photographers, and, and, and one of them actually happened to work there part-time. So I got in touch with him and, and uh, asked if I could tag along to a wedding. And he said, he said yes, and I went with him. And I remember... Um, you know, it was Texas, it was summer, it was, you know, 95, 100 degrees outside. It was so hot. It was just an outdoor wedding. And I remember making it all the way to the reception and asking the photographer, I said, okay, is that it? He goes, oh, no, dude, we're about halfway done here. And I was just, speechless. I had no idea how much work went into, uh, you know, a wedding. It, it just blew me away. Um you know, so now I'll come home from a wedding now. I just say, I'm usually a headache. I'm hungry and thirsty and tired. I'm usually sweaty and uh, I move a whole lot at a wedding. So it, <laughs> it really shocks me how much how much work um, is involved in, in in photographing, you know, namely a wedding, and uh, not just the physical work, but the mental strain is what really gets me. You know, because you're just Constantly watching, looking, listening, and, and uh, you know, racing over here to get this, racing over there to get that. So, um, uh, you know, maybe maybe a little cardio would be would be a good piece of advice before you get into wedding photography. <laughs> yeah, I, I I've I've seen the photographers that move the, the quickest usually get the some pr- pr- pretty good shots. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to be able to like get down on one knee and then climb on a rickety ladder and then, you know, the next second crawl under a table or 
you got to go where the charm is. So you'd mentioned that that you have a day job. Uh, is is that your full time gig, or do you do photography on the weekends? How how do you how do you balance those two? Uh, that that's difficult for me. Um, I do have a forty hour a week job, and it is outside work, so it's exhausting. Um, so I edit I edit when I can and where I can. You know, I do probably ninety nine percent of my editing is done on a on a MacBook, and so. Um, you know, breaks at work, lunchtime at work, I'm editing, um, you know, going to maybe a, grabbing a bite at a coffee shop at breaks real quick to, uh, to access their Wi-Fi, you know, return emails, post photos to the website, stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, and the position I'm in right now, because I have a wife and three kids and a mortgage, it's, um, um, you know, and the mar- everything's just so up and down, uh, right now with, with business, with photography business, um, for me, at least, that uh, I have to have, I have to have a 40-hour-a-week job just for the regular the regular paycheck to come in and cover the bill. Um, now, last year was a very good year, my best year, uh, with my photography business uh, as far as weddings and engagements and portraits go. It was a great year. This year has been um, dead. It's been really, really dead. Um so, you know, I squeeze in the editing where I can get it, and it's, uh, it's definitely a juggle, uh, a juggling act with the family and time with the family and, and work and then photography work and promoting and calling people. And, um, uh, cardio would probably be my first advice, and the, the second point of advice is if you can afford an assistant, get an assistant, but I'm definitely not in a position right now for one, but, um, you know, just try to keep the family up front and is a uh, is a job in itself because uh, the photography can totally take over. You know, you want to you want to edit the images as best as you can. You want to turn in products um, before the promised date. You want to communicate with your customers. You want to build a relationship with your customers, and that takes time and it takes a whole lot of energy. Um, so it's definitely something to count the cost with. You know, not anything not anything of value is going to come easy. And I'm finding that out. Um, you know, I don't have anybody to really follow, so I'm doing all this, you know, making a lot of mistakes, and um, hopefully not repeating them too many times in a row. And um, but it takes a whole lot of time, a whole lot of energy, a whole lot of uh, uh, focus to do. So for me, it's a, it's a, I feel like I'm in a circus all the time, just trying not to fall down. You know, one of one of the biggest questions that that we've been asking people is is how do you turn the corner you know how do you go from being an amateur to being a professional uh and it, it sounds like you're you're right in the middle of that process like you have mm-hmm. you, you have one one foot on shore and one foot on on the mm-hmm. unknown uh how, how do you manage that like do, how do you know do you, when to take that leap do you do you have a master plan or any any uh parts where okay after i make so much or after i have so many clients then then i'll make that what are your thoughts on turning the corner? Uh, yeah, I'm still looking for the corner to turn it. Um, <laughs> I do have I do have sort of a game plan. Uh, you know, if I if I could call myself, you know, six seven years ago, one of the things I'd tell myself is, hey, write down your goal, get a game plan, um, you know, put a target on the horizon to shoot at, and don't just 
fly into this because, you know, you'll just have an organized chaos at best. Um, you know, I have a list of, of how many clients regular work, regular, you know, if I had an X number of weddings, I could go full-time. If I had an X number of, you know, uh, regular clientele, I could go full-time. I do have that written down. I'm just not, you know, not there yet. Uh, fingers crossed that'll happen in the next, you know, sometime soon. Um, but right now, um, you know, like I said, with the young family, um, I, I'm trying. What I don't want to do is pour a ton of energy into a career and get that going and then turn around and my kids are leaving for college. Because I think no matter how successful I was, no matter how much money I made, no matter how comfortable I was, I mean, that to me would be a giant failure. So, you know, with the young family, I mean, my oldest is four, the middle one's two, and the youngest is ten months. So me and my wife, um, about a year ago, um, you know, we sat down and we talked and we said, okay, you know, are we going to do it? Are we going to really pursue this full time? We both said yes, yeah. but then we both said, well, do we need to do we need to give it full throttle right now, or do we need to kind of coast, get a little established, and then hit it full throttle? And for us right now, um, that's what we're that's what we're kind of doing right now. We're kind of coasting along, business wise. Yeah, it's kind of suicidal, but. Um, I just for for me and my wife, it's it's not a good, it's not a valuable trade off to miss our kids growing up, you know, because daddy's working eighty hours a week right now. So, uh, you know, we've got it down on paper what we would need to go full time, but again, it goes back to how much time and how much energy you're gonna I'm, I can afford to put into this. So right now we're kind of hitting cruise control, or you know, even just letting off the gas. Um, Business is suffering, but you know, I'm, I'm there with my family, and uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe once the kids are all in school, we can, I can really gun it and uh, get the thing where I want it to be. So, so knowing, you know, knowing what you know now, I know you, you mentioned if you could make a phone call to yourself uh, a few years back uh, with with the setting goals. Uh, you know, because there's people listening to this in their their homes or cars, they're contemplating doing exactly what you're doing. Uh, what advice do you have for them, or again for yourself six years ago? I think one of the best things um, that I could have done was sit down and just I mean, just very simply, just sit down. Um, you know, if you're married, sit down with your spouse. This is got. I mean, if you're married, this has to be a team effort. Because it's going to take a lot of time. Um, it's going to take a lot of time maintaining the business, getting the business going, a lot of time to progress the business. So sit down. One of the biggest things I would tell myself is sit down and just simply write out the goals, write out what I want to do, write out where I want to go, and 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 then look at those goals and figure out. Um, you know, be brutally honest and, and figure out what it's going to cost to meet those goals. Um, I think every business student in the world would tell you that. You know, write down your goals, write down what you want to do, and uh, 
I think had I done that a while back, kind of the cost a while back, I would have at least uh, uh, been more put together than I'd like to be right, than I am right now. And um, so sit down, see where you want to go. You know, if you like doing weddings, maybe you want to focus on that. If you like doing, um, you know, just focus, focus on that. If you like just doing pets, focus on that. Um, one thing I read in a, in a in a photography book a while back was um, don't start out a generalist. Start out uh, and be very, very specific. Later on, you can afford to be a generalist. Uh, and I, I, I think that's, I think that's pretty good advice. You know, pick what you want to do, write down your goals, and, you know, count the costs. And if you can afford those costs, then, then go for it. But um, a game plan, a simple game plan is, um, I think that would have helped me a lot a while back. And I think that would help somebody starting out now. You know, get it on paper, get it on your wall, put it in front of your mirror, and uh, just remind yourself where you're headed and just keep it clear, you know, as clear as you can. Kind of view on on that target you're aiming for. Wow, so that's some really good advice. So, so, uh, so where can people find out more about who you are and what you do? Well, if <laughs> if you want to find out more about me, uh, I have a website. It's jaredlindsay.com. Um, I've also got the contact number, which is eight one seven six two nine. 8859. If you want to just shoot a direct email for some info, you could get me at jaredlindsay at sbcglobal.net. And we've also got a Facebook business page, you know, facebook.com slash jaredlindsayphotography. And, uh, you know, if you get really bored, and uh, we've got a little Instagram thing going on too, and uh, you can hit me at jaredlindsay on Instagram. Well, Jared, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Yeah, thanks, Dan. It was fun. I hope it uh, I hope it helps somebody. Even just